This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Just a Tip, the podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and in this episode, musician and artist Gabby Hanna joins me to talk breaking points leading to breakthroughs, uncovering your true identity, and the journey of finally meeting yourself. This was such a genuinely refreshing conversation about the life of creators, and I found it very insightful and inspiring, so I hope you enjoy. Can I be here? You're telling me that you'll be right here. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio check, but it is like a very cute friendship exercise. Totally. Like I'm I, here for you. I'm right And here. you know that. I know you are. This is so exciting. <laughs> I know. I like this. It's like our um, workaholic way of uh, maintaining Hanging a friendship. Out. It's kind of yeah. smart though. Total, that's why I love the show so much. Yeah. yeah. Your show. Yeah. Because I can just like, it's making me talk to people who I would normally probably not make the effort to like do it <gasps> with. Why is it? You're who are different. You, finding? you, I was nagging you before I started bringing <laughs> guests on the show. So, Crumbs has joined us. First of all, I have to say, like, to everybody listening, like, I do feel like I'm interviewing a different person. That's so cool. And I also am not interviewing you. So, I love that I said that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess I, it is like you a, technically are, but I feel like ours is probably going to come off a lot less. Inter- no, your, your show is never really interviewee, actually. No, I always feel weird when it's like when people call me an interviewer. Because we have yeah. podcasts. Do you get called an interviewer? Um, I mean, people critique my episodes as interviews. Oh. So I think that, yes, there's probably still some confusion. And also, I could probably do some work on being a better host. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider myself like a journalist. Yeah, no, like, same. Yeah, that's what an interviewer is, like a journalist. And like, I'm right. just having conversations with my friends on camera. Mm-hmm. I naturally talk a lot. So like in the podcast... If you're looking at it as an interview, it's like, damn, like, let your fucking guest speak, oh. which makes sense. But like that, that wasn't what I was going for. Yeah. I mean, when it's a podcast, it's a collective thing. Yeah. It's Norm, just, we're I chilling. Mean, yeah. Well, in this case, we are. But, but did you notice a lot of podcasts? Um, I feel like it's because they were started by influencers. That's like no shade. But I feel like podcasts became a big thing amongst influencers or people who are YouTubers. Like, oh, I also have a podcast. Right. But a lot of times people can't carry a conversation mm-hmm. in that way. So they're like, okay, how do... It's kind of like when you do a book and it's like, hey, do you want a book deal? We can help you write a guide for high schoolers. 
and then you just put your name on yes it. it's basically like that with podcasts where they're like we'll book you guests and then we'll write you some questions i see yeah oh interesting so i think people kind of get that in their head as what a podcast is right okay all of that tangent to be said i feel like i'm talking oh. <laughs> to a different person because it's like we've we've talked like i don't know maybe three times Sorry, but i just did the thing on your podcast that i do on my podcast what? where i take over it was bad I, it's no i no, have to so tell. thoughtless no i have to say okay like i'm so excited to talk to this version of you <gasps> you're so sweet i'm not <laughs> kidding like i've been i've just been like very inspired by the past couple of days but like our conversations and That's seeing awesome. this version of you like it's a different version of you and it's, it's just like so happy beautiful thank you it's like radiating and it has a lightness and i'm thank just so you. happy for you you know what's awesome about that is um how much you inspire me too which you already know i feel like or maybe i've not done a good enough job expressing it <laughs> um i you inspire me a ton that's why i always reach out to you with questions you have, yeah like because I like, I really respect your opinion Same. and like your style and shit like that. So like when I have questions about like life or decor, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. like I like reaching out to you because you inspire me. I like the way you move. Yeah. So like, it's just cool to hear that the person who inspires me, I also inspire. That's such, that's the most ideal relationship ever, totally. whether it's like a friendship or romance, whatever it is, like that's the thing. That's the X factor of connection, I think. Yeah, it yeah. is. And like, stop wasting your time with people who don't inspire you oh yeah <laughs> that's gonna be a clip on your instagram <laughs> that's the one. Oh my god like, stop wasting your time with people who don't inspire you you're gonna be like oh instagrammable clip bitch yes <laughs> i love that you're thinking in the back end of like what goes out that's how you know you're a business owner and it will tell you i'm a fan of your content <laughs> that too because like i know i know what you're we'll making is <laughs> yeah i know what's up <laughs> I really want to talk about the journey to get to this person. Oh, for sure. Because you've told me a few things and I've like really been thinking about them for quite some time. I've talked to my friends about implementing them and I'm like, it just is so cool to see the growth. And like, I want that. It's oh. like, it makes me want to like do something, you know, to like truly, yeah. truly find yourself. I just was watching all of the videos on your new channel. Oh, today. did you watch them? Yeah. I was wondering about that low key, my narcissistic ass. I'm like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if Megan's watched the videos. <laughs> I did because I don't, I have it on the internet. So I didn't even know, right? Mm. Like my job was just like on camera every single day. So I knew nothing. And then when I finally get back home and then have time and then we talk and you you tell me about the channel I'm like oh, and then I just watch all the videos and it's just like I read all the comments like I am a fan of the the comment section I'm a fan of the content Whoa, that's so cool because it's like people are saying like this is such an awesome community that you've built like this is a safe space like mm -hmm. it's it's so cool to see you meet yourself it's nice to meet you too yeah it's just like what it's just such a sanctuary little like secret that you found <gasps> That's such a cool way to put it. I think it is. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. That's why sometimes I get nervous because I actually had a breakdown in a vlog yesterday that I'm not going to post, mm -hmm. but for what, I just don't like it, so I'm not going to put it up. Yeah. But um, I get so nervous because like right now I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. But like people try to twist everything so much that I do sometimes that like 
I can see these like really vulnerable clips of yeah. me, like for example, like talking about why I felt like I had to play a character for all these years and like what that meant hanging out with people who made me feel bad about myself, whatever. And to me and to the people watching right now, it's like a really beautiful moment of like self-reflection and acceptance and accepting shame of things you've done and also embracing the reasons that you've acted the way you have or whatever. But that could so easily be taken as she's playing the victim. She wants us to feel bad for her. This is her trying to garner sympathy so that um, we forget about what a shitty person she is. She's such a narcissist. Look how she talks about herself. She's a loose cannon. Like, look at her crying on the internet. She's delusional. Like, all this shit. Yeah, so I'm like, right now it's fun, but like, if the wrong person decides to say whatever they want, it could very easily like, you know, flip. But... I'll be grateful that I've done it regardless because it's obviously made me a much happier person. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you think that is specifically? Just being able to talk out, like truly talk out your feelings. Like one of my biggest problems was like, I am for sure a workaholic. So like an actual degree where when I was a kid, I would hear the term workaholic. And I'm like, that just sounds like someone who works a lot. And that doesn't sound like a problem. Right. And as an adult, like actually understanding the implications of being a workaholic like right it's it's kind of a fucking sickness where it's like oh i don't enjoy my life or my relationships or have fun or have hobbies because everything i have to do needs to further me in my career it was yeah. an obsession so like and i think you're probably yeah really i'm similar. like that sounds pretty familiar yeah so like the fucked up thing is like i had to make my self-healing part of my career <laughs> sounds like kind of ironic yeah it's kind of ironic holy shit my brain actually hurts like it happened because i was like because otherwise you wouldn't be doing it yeah of course oh my god but i didn't start it like truthfully i did it because actually you want to hear why i started the channel i think i might have told you about this so stop me but i started it because i just realized how obsessed i am with legacy and like that my biggest fear is like looking at someone like Michael Jackson, who is like a fucking icon, idol, revolutionized music and sexuality and gender norms and so many things. But like when you hear Michael Jackson, what do you think of? Right. When you hear Ellen now, like the Ellen show, what do you think of? Mm -hmm. When you hear like there's so many names where it's like your legacy is gone. And for me, it felt like so many people were trying to control the narrative of my legacy. Mm. And like... I've never been like a money driven person. I've always been an achievements driven person. So to me, being successful, making something of myself, getting approval was so important. Why was approval so important? Is that something you grew up with or is it something that... Yeah, it it all goes back to childhood shit, just like not getting praise when I was younger Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So like I was like raised by bullies and like I was never praised. So I grew up seeking the love of bullies and seeking praise so like that was my goal in life was to feel loved and accepted and that's why I was so obsessed with being popular Mm. like all of these things of just like what's what is it to be popular it's to be um loved and admired and liked and everybody knows who you are and everybody cares people care about you yeah so I was chasing popularity and I felt like the way to do that was success and my entire life was chasing nothing because I never actually knew what love is so right. how could I fucking chase it? I had no idea. Yeah. So that was just like, I don't know. I 
keep getting lost in these tangents, but like... That's, no, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> like, that was the path. Like, you were chasing nothing because it is blind. Like, you can't see yeah. it. You can only feel it. So how can you know what you're searching for unless you've already felt it before? Yeah, of course. Like, if you're not raised with love and confidence, how would you know what you're missing? You yeah. Ch- you chase what you were given. I w- confusing it for love and praise totally you just like your example of a relationship is your example of a relationship mm-hmm. and if you don't know how to be a good partner or receive a good partner you're not going to yeah because you won't do de- you won't deserve one until you do the work too like right i was a bad partner for a long time because i didn't know what it meant to be a partner and then each relationship i learned more about what it was to be a good partner until i met somebody who is finally deserving of my love and I'm deserving of his. Like, yeah. that's how it works. This is like such a neurotic me question to ask. Like my therapist would love, like she would not love it. She would laugh at it. If I was like, okay, so like how long does that take? Like I'm like scheduling it in my life to go like, how long do I have to do this to get results? Like that's my, I don't know where that comes from, Hmm. but it's like anytime I want something, I know exactly like the mathematical way of getting it. Yeah. Um, or I don't know it, but I think of everything like a math problem. So yeah. if my therapist tells me to like sit and feel my feelings and then I go, okay, and then what should I be looking out for? How long will this take? And I overthink it. Yeah. And then it's just like, you just have to feel it and then you'll understand what happens at the end. Yeah. But she could have just told me, but I know she didn't tell me because she wants me to figure it out. On my yeah. Own. Because unless you figure it out on your own, like you're just not going to figure it out. It's kind of like when you, I was like, practicing humility and gratitude I would say for years because like I was making the point to like this every day this is what I'm grateful for this is how I'm blessed here's how things could be worse like I was doing that every day but like it was because I knew I was supposed to do that thing because I know that that's what good people do Mm. is like count your blessings but I wasn't actually fully counting them yeah because I was just like I know that I have all these things, but I don't actually understand what mm. that means, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But then when you actually realize that you're like, damn, life's rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of life about to rock a little bit more, I feel like you have gotten me excited to be 30. Oh my God. It's going to be the best. It's like, <laughs> you're like 30s front runner. Yeah. It's making me much more comfortable with it. Not that I was Hell uncomfortable. Yeah, dude. But it's like, I think you're in such a pivotal point right at the start. Yeah. Where you like, you are the only person on the track having such a pivotal moment between like decades, 20s and 30s. And like, you're the only one that has like your shoelaces tied. Like, and everybody else is like getting ready for the race. Yeah, but there's some people who get it way before me. Yes, but they are not as close to me in age. Got it. So like, it's so exciting for me to see you because you're one month older. You and I are so similar and seeing like your growth it's like oh if it takes you this long and you've done this and you're one month above me then like yeah, maybe, don't say, maybe already, me no month. you're doing the thing <laughs> stop you can't do it like that that's the problem <laughs> but that's how i go then i go oh yeah. in one month i'm gonna feel like you know Gabby what's so feels. funny though is i actually said that too to <gasps> no. no i did what'd you say no i just said literally exactly that i was like i'm so excited for megan because i know exactly what she feels right now and like what she's experiencing and i feel like she's like 
right on that cusp of the way I was a couple months ago. So like, yeah. I feel like she's right there too. How cool and is it? And I think it? that that's why I'm in your life right now. That's what I was going to say. How I'm cool would it be? You. If, <laughs> if universe was like, hey, we like whoever came into your life to help you mm-hmm. get to this point, then you do this to me. It's the ch- yeah. chain effect. It's a butterfly effect. You know what's interesting about our forward. friendship is like, we're very, very similar people. Yeah. And we're also like different in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. But like, when we do come together in our friendships, we're usually in the same spot. Yes. And we kind of hold a mirror up to the other where it's like, this is you right now. And you can see the things you really admire about that. And you can see the things that like you don't admire so much, but you know that you also have that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, I think that's why I like you so much because like, I admire you. I respect you. I think you're so fucking cool. And like, I just think you're awesome. Same. Because I think I'm awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I can also see my own harmful traits. I hope that's not offensive yeah, to no, you. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm well aware. It's my wallpaper, actually. It's like every little thing. Well, it's just like the same, like... I was telling you when we went to get the tattoos, like when you get your hair done, like I have hair meltdowns all the time. And people always tell me like, but I don't understand, like it looks good and I'm just confused. Like I know to you it's worse, whatever. But seeing you have those types of meltdowns about hair, I'm able to go, well, I have meltdowns about hair and I'm watching Megan and she's struggling with the same thing. And now I recognize that as something like I don't need to be this upset about because now I get from the outside. Mm. And that's what I hope that you can look at me and see shit you don't like. Because everybody has undesirable traits. Yeah. What we have in common is something that my showrunner for this job that I was shooting for this past year said to me. At Mm -hmm. the very end, we had this dinner. Uh, We like ordered it in and then put it on plates. And then he went around to like all the castmates and said like something to them. And he told me like that he admired how much I'd matured in this year mm, and you seeing have. me like, and likewise. So I feel like what he was saying was also we're on the be same us. Path. Yeah, he was That's talking about us. He was telling us through me by proxy. Yeah. So he was saying like, I'm going to say this as a, a collective us just because I feel like our energy is on the same totally. wavelength. We're right there. Yeah, yeah. So my showrunner said um, that there's like two sides to us. There's one side that we put forward and um, and it's great. It's a great product or not product, but like it's a great. But it is. Yeah, it is a product. It is our product. <laughs> yes. So like we put that version of ourselves. Yeah. And then he was like, then there's the one, there's another person who's highly critical of that person. And so- it's so beautiful when you get to be you completely authentic and like taking away any of the guessing game. Yeah. When you're you without trying to be you or like trying to figure out like, what do they want me to say or be like, or how happy should I be in this or like whatever, you know? I just had a realization. What? Do you know who we are? Who? Miranda? We are? From Sex and the City? No, 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 no. (laughs) You know when the plastics... Regina gets hit by a bus and everybody hates Katie and everybody hates the plastic. Yeah. And then in the last scene, they're all just wearing like polos and jeans and not really friends. And like one's playing sports and like there's like normal, not popular girls, but they're like so cool and have found themselves because they hit rock bottom. Regina's spine healed and her physical therapist taught her to channel all her rage into sports. (laughs) And me, I had gone from homeschool jungle freak to shiny plastic to most hated person in the world, to actual human being. All the drama from last year just wasn't important anymore. Finally, girl world was at peace. That's where we are right now. I am at least, I feel like. I got hit by a bus and now I play lacrosse because it makes me happy. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I love 
that's so much. <laughs> but moral of the story, this guy said that there's two oh versions God, of us. I'm awful. I'm <laughs> awful. There's two versions. <laughs> My showrunner said there's two versions of us, one that's performing and one that's looking on the performer. Your inner critic is really, really hard on you. And when you let the inner critic off and you get to just be, Mm -hmm. then it's magic. Yeah, that's right where we are. I also say we. I have ADHD. And... (laughs) I got distracted by this thought that I feel like I I cannot say it on camera, but I have to say it to you right now. You can leave this part in, but you have to cut the actual thing. Oh, like bleep out whatever you're about to say. Yeah, just like, okay, ready guys? You can't hear this part, and when we come back, it's your turn again. Okay. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, guys, we're back. (laughs) Oh, man. The drama. The drama. That's one thing that I also think is so beautiful about you is like you are not in drama anymore. Dude, I low-key You have no drama. I low-key like didn't ever feel like I was in it. Like I feel like people were always attacking me. And I don't know if that's like a mentally ill thing to say that I'm just like unable to see it in a lot of the situations there's like a lot of situations felt like dude I'm not even fucking saying anything like I'm at home like making music and like I'm just so confused like everyone always like points to me as like she wants drama she wants drama and it's like is it that or is it like the next day it's oh she just ignores shit because uh, she doesn't want to take accountability. So it's like, if I don't answer, mm. then I'm ignoring it because I don't want to take accountability. If I do answer it, I'm drama. But like, I've never started drama online. The only thing I've ever done is respond when I felt like it wouldn't go away. So like, that's always fucking bothered me that people call me like messy and dramatic because like, I was in drama a lot. But, like, I didn't want to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I don't know? think anyone wants to be, yeah, right? I mean, that, like, I'm, like, perfect and that I've never done anything dumb online or, like, could have just not said something or whatever it is. But, like, people make it seem like I'm, like, making exposed videos or calling people out on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really fucking not, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's so cool is now there's, like, 
none. You don't even carry the weight of of yeah. having. As like, I just in- ranted about it. <laughs> That's I'm so, so funny. over it. That's so funny because it, it to everyone listening, it does sound like, did you not just hear her? But it, the, yeah. your energy doesn't carry that weight. I know. It's. I mean, if I start talking about something I'm passionate, obviously I still get like worked up about it. But like, I'm not walking around all day thinking about it the way I used to. Do you ever feel like sometimes when you graduate from like the place that you've been in your life, you, you like raise a level, right? Like if you were ascending in vibration. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you have like climbed the next staircase to like that version of yeah. you? Is it I like feel it every Gabby 2.1, 2.2, 2.3? Yeah. And then like, so technically you'd be like 2.9 right now before you turn Gabby 3.0. That's so funny. Honestly, that's what age that's is. Hilarious. Is that you're like getting an update on yourself. Holy Every shit. month is a new update of yourself. Fuck. That's awesome. 2.9. Like I'm on Megan 2.9. Can you uh, Megan 3.5? Holy shit. You have to conceptualize this into something. Because that's so awesome that you just like you just reframed your mind to think of each year as an upgrade. And each month like, as when a my growth iPhone, period. Like Yes. Those go up in numbers because they get better, bitch. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a fun concept. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you do with that. It might just be this. Hmm. Yeah, that was already my ADHD workaholic <laughs> self being like, how can I take this nope. little perfect thing and make it so much extra than it needs to be? Fuck, dude. That's so funny you say that because the reason why we started recording when we did is because I had said that I get really excited about things lately. Yeah. And then I lose steam. I get super inspired and like honestly yoked and I like sit down and I write down my entire I lose sleep over I wake up in the morning oh, yeah. like I'm so excited for this new idea and to tell everybody and to get people's ideas I have shot lists out even before totally. I know if I really want to do it and it's like okay is there an opportunity where we can just take something at face value but for me I yeah. always want to go like how many things can I make off of one thing to like oh, spread yeah. my wings oh yeah but like that's been the whole last three months of my life that's I'm like <laughs> in that right now yeah it's like okay I'm recently learning more about my ADHD because I'm realizing a lot of the like mental mental illnesses that I thought I might have it's mostly ADHD and anxiety okay um, and my mom has ADHD so like I definitely have, have anxiety, that. so I've been told that I might have ADHD, but I just don't know how to you check. Have to like, uh, I mean, you just go to a psychiatrist and you like talk about it, and they'll decide. But the problem with it is, it it's so hard to diagnose and differentiate between like like I for sure have CPTSD, so like I don't know if my OCD is just a symptom of my PTSD oh. or if my OCD is a disorder like it's so hard to figure out like do I have obsessive compulsive disorder or do I have very high OCD as a symptom of uh does that make sense yes and how would you ever figure that out how can you untangle that web the thing with the the brain and like psychology is at the end of the day a lot of it is just like human perception of like it's like somebody made up what a lot of disorders are not made up because there's like science and patterns or whatever. But like, if you say I have like, where's my level of focus have to be to be ADHD? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like, for sure, I have ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Most of my friends do. Well, a yeah. lot of creatives do. One thing that I feel like pretty 
I'm actually surprised that I'm like as comfortable talking about it as much as I am now. But I feel like that's just part of me just like accepting life. Like ADHD is so much more than just like not being able to focus or mm-hmm. being like hyper fixed. It's like really severe mood shit. And like it often mimics bipolar. Like it can mm-hmm. be really intense and it can be dangerous. So like I forget why I started getting on that tangent. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, I think ADD and ADHD are often confused. Like, I don't know the actual difference between yeah. both like, of them. Like, this is ADHD, what's happening right here. Well, yeah, that's why they have exactly. it. Exactly. Because it's also anxiety. I think I wouldn't be surprised hand. if you did. I would not either. Especially, like, the emotion of it. Like, when we get upset about our hair, mm-hmm. a lot of that is, like, ADHD or, like, OCD. Oh, my God. If it's shaking hands with anxiety, that's going to last forever. No, because they, what I find, I'm not a doctor, but what I find and found is that when one started alleviating for me, they all started alleviating. Oh. And like now, like my other shit was so bad that I could barely like even comprehend my ADHD because I was so fucking depressed. Like that was the only thing that mattered. So then everything else, like my ADHD symptoms of like, leaving food on the stove and walking away or like leaving cabinets open or leaving the cat food out or like very uh flight of ideas is like a big one of just like I'm gonna create a thousand projects and plan them all out and I'm gonna do them all tomorrow yeah and I'm gonna start four more companies tomorrow right and I'm gonna uh like when I started painting I was like every day I'm gonna paint do a TikTok of it with a voiceover doing the story of what I was painting about and then planned a month of doing that every day. Yes. That's ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> well, ADHD and workaholic. Like there, that's... Dude, everything goes so fucking hand in hand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you don't feel like that anymore? No, I definitely still do, but like not... It's not to the extreme and also like now that I recognize it as a part of like a mental thing, it's a lot easier for me to understand it, move on and forgive myself because usually when I wouldn't accomplish those things, I would have overwhelming feels of like guilt and worthlessness and Mm. like, oh my God, like I'm such a fucking failure. I had all these things that I didn't do, but realistically I was planning them in a way that I was setting myself up for failure, then failing, then beating myself up over failing. Right. So now I'll still over plan, but I'll, when I don't get to it, say, obviously I didn't get to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was too much shit. (laughs) I love that. That's like giving yourself so much grace. If we all just talk to ourselves like that, it would be so much better. Because, like, my inner voice doesn't really sound fully like that, but definitely closer. Like, my friend the other day um, broke this really beautiful, like, stone twisted trivet that I got that I love. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. Or was. Because she broke it. Oh. And I was like, as soon as she broke it, she was like, ah, (laughs) I'm going to buy you another one of these. Where'd you get this thing? Number one, I already had two of them because I buy, like, two of everything. Yeah. So when it broke, I was like, it's not a big deal. It's also a piece of fucking ceramic. Yeah. It's also one of my best friends. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? Get mad for a little bit? Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't worry. No, you're not buying me that. Okay, bye. Like, you know, yeah. it's not... But we're also... Um, we're in such a good place in so many ways where, like, to us, like, the cost of that isn't an issue, really. Yeah. And, and like, if it was, it would be a bigger deal. 
I see. You know what I mean? Like to you, it's like that dollar amount that you spent on that means a lot different now. Yeah. And that's another reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a part of like money anxiety too. Just like, well, that's not a diagnostic diagnostic thing, but like I have a lot of anxiety around money mm-hmm. that like were irrational. That was another, dude, can I go on a tangent? Yes. Oh, lead the way. I'm so fucking tired of people diagnosing me in YouTube comments. Okay, let's and talk about I, it. I had a vlog yesterday that I, I'm not posting because it was too emotional. And now I'm just doing it all on here. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> but I fucking can't stand when people diagnose me in YouTube comments because they don't know me. And like people keep trying to say I have borderline personality disorder, which okay. if I did, like this is no like shame or shade to anybody who has it, but I don't. So I don't like being told that I do. Mm. Like it's just like don't. Like, don't tell me I have an illness that I don't have. Like, it's fucking annoying. And, like, they'll say, like, oh, she's most likely borderline personality disorder because of this list of traits. And in the list of traits, the only ones they're looking at are rocky relationships and um, mood swings, essentially. Yeah. Having trouble with relationships and mood swings do not mean I have a fucking personality disorder. Right. It means that I'm growing up. It's so annoying. Like I I have borderline personality disorder because you've seen me go through some friends. Maybe they were fucking toxic too. Right. Because like all of my longstanding relationships that I still have to this day, like present company included, Mm -hmm. are healthy, cool people. Like people act like I don't have any fucking friends when I have a lot of friends. They're just not people who are on fucking camera all the time. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. So like... First of all, you're that you're basing on a snapshot of my life where like you see the stuff that's online where people make money shit talking people like people have a motive to do this shit. Mm -hmm. So like if you have a reason and you don't care about me as a person, you'll say some negative shit about me publicly. Cool. Love that. My real friends and my real life that you don't see, don't do that. Yeah. That's why you don't fucking know them. Right. <laughs> I hate admitting that a hate comment makes me mad, yeah. but it does because I get it all the fucking time from people who like, there's some people who are just trying to be helpful and be like, hey, I think you have borderline personality disorder, which is already like offensive, but like, yeah, but when, but a lot of people you're say you're not asking, are you? Yeah. But like a lot of people say it as an insult. Where they're like, she has BPD. That's why none of her relationships last. Da, da, da. Because you're also like taking an illness that people really struggle with. Like mental health is hard. Do you think people with borderline personality disorder like being volatile in relationships? Right. No. Like it's not something they're happy to do. You don't wake up being like, I want to fuck up somebody's day. Nobody does that. The other one, the mood swings. Like there's so many things that cause like mood. First of all, I'm just an emotional fucking person. Like right now, I'm speaking very emotionally. Am I mad at you? No. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just an emotional, expressive person. Yeah. And it's moody. And like I express everything. and I do feel strongly. That's also anxiety. That's also PTSD. That's also OCD. That's also just like in general bad coping skills. So to say I have a personality disorder because I have mood swings? Like <laughs> come on, dude. But then they ignore the rest of it where it's like, impulsivity reckless spending reckless sex gambling like all this shit like dude i'm the least impulsive person in the world like i bought a house after like years after everybody else not even at the price that i could afford because i'm that anxious about money i don't have nice cars i don't have designer bags where have i ever shown this 
reckless behavior? Right. Where is all my impulsivity? Where's all of these random guys I'm fucking? Where am I doing drugs on the corner? Not to say that these are personality disorder things, but like, like if you have BPD, you're, I'm not saying you're doing crack is what yeah. I'm saying. But like where, what reckless behavior are you talking about? Yeah. So it's like, why are you doing this? And then under that, somebody said, they're arguing whether I have borderline personality disorder or narcissistic personality disorder. Sorry, I'm like really ranting now. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm person trying to get in your shoes. Oh, come on, baby. I hope you're <laughs> never in them. Oh God, they're loving that I'm so upset about this right now too. That's why I hate talking about it. Cause like they love this. This is what they wanted but, for okay, me to feel this way. But why do you feel this way? Because like to be so, like take somebody being so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Okay, for like here's an example of like the the tailspin of like why I got so pissed off about it. Um, it sounded like I was, it just sounded like I was crying, but my voice was just faltering from yelling. Oh my god! Okay, you're overthinking this. No, no, no. You'll hear it on the playback. It sounded like I went like this. Um, you'll hear it, and then you'll laugh. If you didn't hear it, rewind it. You'll hear it this time. Okay. Um, so. I was just talking about how I was not myself in therapy because I was like really insecure and had all my defenses up and I'm so used to being judged and criticized and my life being picked apart and like there were things that I was afraid to be di diagnosed with. Mm -hmm. Like everybody on the internet was telling me that I was a narcissist. So I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be a narcissist. And I would go in there being like, I'm afraid I'm a narcissist. And then they'd be like, you're not a narcissist. Like you wouldn't be here if you were essentially. But then I was like, well, is that the only reason I came? And I just don't know it because I'm such a narcissist that like my instinct is to, okay, if I, uh, if I go to therapy, then people will know that I'm not a narcissist, but like, that's mm. not it. But like when people are like gaslighting you like that, like I questioned my reality for real for like two years of like, well, am I a master manipulator? Am I a sociopath? Am I a narcissist? Like, am I a monster? Am I the reason all my relationships fail? Am I the reason that like da 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 And then you start like convincing yourself and you're an evil person because nobody is telling you you aren't unless you meet great people, which is why I'm in such a good place now because like my friends are awesome. Right. But, um, oh, so I backed, there was a tangent. I was saying how I didn't open up to my therapist and I was like, I'm afraid he's judging me. I'm afraid he's criticizing me. And the comment was like, uh, your therapist isn't thinking about you. He's thinking about dinner that night. Like he's being paid there. He's being paid to sit there and like, listen, like this is just your narcissism showing. Oh, like this person implied that I was narcissistic for being insecure about how another human being is perceiving me. Like, that's how twisted these people are. Okay. That, like, they want me to be a bad person so badly that, like, if you're a normal empathet empathetic person, you would look at that situation and say, wow, this girl is so... Her self-esteem is so low. Her self-worth and confidence are so low that she's insecure about her therapist judging her. Right. And, like, that's what a normal person would see. Somebody who wants to hate me took that moment of like, wow, this girl's a fucking loser. Like she has no self-worth and said, what a narcissist to think that her therapist would think about her at base oh. level. Yeah. Like they are like, he's, he's thinking about dinner that night. Like he's not judging you. He doesn't care. 
Yes, he does also. Like, I'm a narcissist not only for being a vulnerable, insecure person, I'm also a narcissist for thinking that the person in the room with me who is at baseline being paid to care and listen to my thoughts and remember my life and figure out my brain, like, base level, he cares, even if it's just for his job. Totally. But, like, he probably does care. Because he's a fucking person. You know what I mean? Like, why is that narcissistic for me to be like, a therapist cares about me because I'm his, I'm his client, I'm his patient, client, customer. I'm like, like, what What are we? (laughs) What am I? (laughs) I really feel it's only because like, I'm coming into this part of your life after I've been gone for over a year. Coming in right now, it's like, I see a huge shift. Was it a gradual shift or was it like instant? Like one day you just like clicked uh, into. I think it was like very gradual and then all at once. What is that? Is that a, from like the faults in our stars or something? Is it? It's a quote from it something. It sounds like beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I loved it. I love that quote, but like, is it from like a teen like rom-com? Whatever, who cares? That's how it happened. It was very (laughs) gradual and all at once. Where like, I was definitely in a transitional phase in my life where I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Because I was like, well, I don't want to be a YouTuber. Like, I'm fucking done with that shit. And then like, just kind of losing confidence in my music and was getting a record deal. But I was like, I mean, at least like, I'm getting paid to do my music, whether or not it does well, like, Mm. whatever. Like, I was very like, floating through life. But I had let go of a lot of anger and like sadness and shit. So like I was getting to a better place, but I wasn't like driven or motivated or excited or creative. And then when I started the new channel, um, that was when I like it was like all at once, but then more and more each day too. like it's it's like an ever changing, growing thing. And sometimes you go backwards. Yeah. And sometimes you go forward a lot and then you go back again and that's life. Oh, I remembered the tangent I got off of earlier. I was saying um, like that shit about legacy. Like the reason I started the channel partly, I feel like, or at least I realized it pretty early on, like maybe two and a half weeks in, I was like, oh, now I know why this channel means so much to me, even though there's not that many subscribers on it. The truth of who I am is out there now. Yeah. And like, if you want to go find it, like, it's not like, like, I just had this fear of like my grandkids or great grandkids looking into me and just seeing like these awful things and like never getting to know who I am because I wasn't showing myself on the internet. I was just like, I was making content, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not me. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. So I just wanted to be me. Yeah. No, on Instagram today, I'd asked like, what type of videos, like, especially do you want to see? Because, like, obviously I really want to do home design videos, but I was just interested. Like, I've had this channel for a while, and it's, like, through this dance stage, then the cooking stage, then, you know, it's just, like, had a bunch of, like, lives. So I just wanted to see what was up, and so many of the comments were, like, like an, a real honest Q&A or, like, genuine vlogs where, like, you don't cut out, like, anything but jokes. Like, yeah, r- just real human stuff yeah and I wonder if that's the next trend in YouTube if it's not the next trend in YouTube it's definitely the way for people like us to sustain what we're doing because 
it's just about like what life do you want dude like you could do certain things that you know would like get a ton of views and shit and focus on that and chase that and always try to do the next big thing and that's fine like I'm not saying that's a a bad thing like Mr. Beast like if that's his life forever like PewDiePie's life forever that's fine because like if they're feeling fulfilled by that and excited and creative about that like for sure but if you're not fulfilled and excited and creative by that and you're just doing it because it's like popular Mm -hmm. and not cool yeah uh then life's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the sustainable way of like I have a really awesome core audience. Um, the channel's growing, whether it's fast or slow or somewhere in between. Like it's growing. So like I already have enough. Like I'm just trying to be happy. That's so refreshing to hear in Los Angeles, especially there's so many people that move out here in order to like achieve their dreams and goals. And we are definitely these people too, but I'm starting to find that I'm falling into connection and conversation with people that don't talk about that. Yeah. We will just talk about life and we will just talk about interesting ways of thinking about new things and less about the day to day stuff. Well, think about who we are as people to our core with what we were kind of put in with. Like, it's like we're both for sure very work oriented driven people, mm-hmm. but we're also very spiritual, artistic people. Yeah. And like, we don't fit in social media. And that was like a huge identity struggle that I was having for a really long time because to be yeah. popular on social media, it's kind of hard to be who I am at my core, yeah. which is somebody who hates social media. Same. I don't like sharing. Like I haven't posted on an Instagram in so long because like I don't like taking pictures of myself. Like that's not fun. Yeah. It's not enjoyable for me. And like I guess you could look at it as like, well that's your job to to work and take pictures. Like it's part of No, it's not. Like it could be if I liked it. Yeah. But like and I could be more successful maybe if I was doing that, like really putting a lot of effort into my pictures. But I'm not looking for people who like my pictures to listen to my music. I'd rather just have less people listen to my music and fuck with it and me not like stress myself out every day to get interesting Instagram pictures in my house. Yeah. (laughs) I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do it anymore. And like, I don't want to do makeup and like, I don't want to put on makeup to take a a more interesting Instagram picture either. It's so boring to me. Do you think that the past version of you would think like that? That's all I did. Yeah. That's why I posted shit all the time. Like I would literally like do makeup because fuck, I haven't posted an Instagram picture in like a fucking week. I better fucking put on some makeup and take a picture. Like what? Yeah. It's a crazy thing to hear, but it's what goes on in my mind too. Yeah. Cause we, we were content creators. That was our job. But like, you don't have to have the same job forever. Like it's okay to like change jobs and like I was an influencer and a YouTuber and I made money like selling my personality and my face and that worked and now it's not fun because it got like hard and I'm getting older and that type of crowd is less interested so like I have enough I'm just having fun and being happy (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like I'm not making money yeah like I'm still a successful person I'm just not like Instagram famous and that's okay. And, and that <laughs> is okay. And honestly, I still am. Like, <laughs> people that's just like, so dude, funny. Th- people put so much weight on engagement 
And like, because that's who I was hanging out with all the time. Right. I cared so much. Like literally, I never gave a fuck about Instagram, but everyone who I was hanging out with was literally like comparing each other's fucking likes when people weren't in the room. Like people would literally be like, did you see this person's engagement? Like they're getting this many likes now. What? And that was like the conversations I was around for fucking years. So like, that's all I thought mattered because oh I never had gosh. adult friends. So then I started hanging out with cool people and like met my boyfriend and all his friends and hanging out with other artists and musicians and like they don't talk about that shit so I stopped caring but there was still this part of my ego that was like holding on for dear life of knowing other people still cared so even though I didn't care I couldn't fucking stand waking up and knowing that people were in rooms talking about my engagement like when you call somebody irrelevant, like that shit hurts. Yeah. But like only if you are still like walking around with a lot of ego. So I just had to be like, okay, people, you know, here, here's the real fucked up kicker of it all is like in my case, like cancel culture made me a better person, but like, it's not the way they thought it would. Like they mean? were, they were punishing me for sins. I didn't fucking commit. You know what I mean? Like everybody's throwing fucking stones as if they're not human and again, I'm like, I'm not saying I'm like a perfect person, but like, but you are a person. I'm a person. Like I, sometimes I'm fucking mean to people. Like sometimes I'm a bitch to a like customer service person. Like sometimes I yell at my boyfriend and then I feel bad and I apologize. Like sometimes I take shit too personally and I'm like too defensive with my friends. Like yeah, I'm a fucking a person. person. Yeah, it's a person. And like, I'm tired of like being crucified for just like being a human because like, like, people say it like, oh, she's under a microscope. But like, no, but seriously, because the, the shit that was really bad wasn't true. The stuff that was true wasn't really that bad. Right. Like, when you look at it in the lens of, and again, like, I know people listening, and here I am overcorrecting myself all the time. Again, I know I'm not a perfect person. I'm not saying that I haven't, like, been shitty, but, like, I did not deserve that. Like, what happened to me? That was crazy. I was so like traumatized by social media that I just had to like, it wasn't a part of my life. Like it felt like I got fired and I was just like, I have to accept that this is just not where I can be. And I was like trying to figure out what my life meant now. What was the impetus to that moment where you were wondering that? It was just, it was so toxic that I had to delete my social media for six weeks. I okay, only so came- It was because it was toxic. Totally. Yeah. Okay. And it like pushed me to my breaking point where I was like having a mental fucking breakdown. And like, I did this huge explosive like rant. It was like a podcast. And everybody thought that I was like talking about shit that I wasn't talking about. And that's when I had to be like, nobody will ever understand mm. at all. Like they think I'm talking about like tabloid channels I'm not talking about that. Like when I'm talking about like high school fucking bullies, like that type of shit, I'm talking about real fucking bullying and abuse. Like YouTube's crazy, dude. And you know what's up. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of it, but like, so I'm having this massive explosion and people are just like, oh, because people are making fun of your music and your book. No, dude, not at all. I'd rather delete my social media than anybody ever care. Like, I didn't care to like tell people the shit that was going on because I'm like, I don't want to be involved. Mm -hmm. Like this shit's so scary and like weird. So I was just like, I'm out. Goodbye. I'm done with social media. I don't want it. I had some fucking contracts, had to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll fucking come back, I guess. And then once my book is out and shit, like I'm just going to peace out. Like I'm fucking done with this. Like I was for real done. So like in that time, I had to try to figure out like, who am I now? 
And how did you go about, like, did you wake up the day after, after you decided like that you're going to figure this out and you woke up and then how did you, what was the first thing that you did in like the self-discovery journey? It was like, I mean, it was putting a lot of the shit behind me and then deciding like, okay, I'm not a personality. I'm not an influencer. Like, what do I do now? And I was just like hanging out. Like it was December. I haven't taken a break in ever. So I was like, I'm just, I guess like, I don't need to decide what I'm going to do with the rest of my life right now. Yeah. I'm just going to chill. Peyton knew I was like completely out and like done with YouTube and we were in the hot tub and I was just like, I'm not doing Vlogmas this year. Right. Cause we had already talked about like, I'm done with YouTube or whatever. And he was like, why not? And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, why not? Like it's something to do. And it, I think it'd be nice if maybe just every December I vlog my life so I can compare year to year. Aww. So that was like the original plan. It's just like, I'm not doing it. I know it's not going to do well. I know people aren't like, it's not going to get a lot of views. Like I'm not doing it to make money. I'm not doing it to further my brand. I'm just going to vlog. Yeah. And then it just turned into like, oh, well, and this is where ADHD is good sometimes. I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I might as well just try it on a brand new channel because I've been wanting to start a new channel for my music and my art mm. just for like whatever. So let me just like grow the audience this month by pushing a new vlog every day. So when I drop something, like it'll at least have a core base. Yeah. And then um, I just got really, really in it because I um, day two was already like super overwhelmed. And I was like, God, what am I going to do? Like I had vlogged a little bit earlier that day. It was like boring. I was like, <laughs> I know I'll take Twitter suggestions like for songs. I'm just going to sing in the tub. And then I was like, I got to be high for this shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> so I lit a joint on camera telling myself I'm going to edit it out. Yes. And then I've never done that before. Like, I'd never been in a situation before where like, like weed to me was always to shut my brain off. Like yeah. I smoked every day for years because I was just like, I have so much fucking anxiety. Smoking gives me more anxiety. I don't care because like. I'd rather feel that type of anxiety than like the real life shit I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. So I was just like, I was not using it properly. I was like in a happier place, like in a bathtub, smoking with a camera. And like my instinct is just to talk to the camera. Yeah. So I just like started talking to the camera, but like my thoughts were way fucking different. And I was naked in a bathtub in the dark with candles and everything was just different. And then I loved it. So I was like, oh, okay, that was fun. Maybe I'll do that again sometime. And then the next day I started vlogging sober, like just vlogging my day. And then at night I smoked again just to vlog, but I was going to talk about something else. Yeah. But smoking in front of the camera opened me up again. And I realized it was because... It's like a portal. Yeah, because it's like I can say my thoughts out loud and like process them and understand them but nobody's judging me that's right. how I, that's how I learned that I was insecure that my therapist was judging me because right. I was like so it's like self-therapy kind yeah, of yeah it was like why can I do this like this but why can't I why didn't I tell my therapist like that yes was I afraid he was gonna judge me what's he judging me for that's what he's there for and I was able to process that of like why the fuck I'm that fucking insecure that I was afraid that my therapist <laughs> was judging me like that type of shit was coming out on camera so then I was like I love this and it was daily so I didn't have time to think about it. Wow. So it was like every day was reckless. Like, oh, fuck. Am I going to publish this? <laughs> oh, my and then God. I publish it. Yeah. It was really amazing. It's like video diarying. Wait, so what have you seen? I watched the first one where you're in the bathtub. What did you think? Oh, my God. Was it fun? So cool. <laughs> I never get to talk about anybody or talk to anybody about this in person. No, it's so cool 
to see because you know what? Like I was laying down watching it and I felt like I was hanging out with you. <gasps> yeah, because you're exactly who you are in that video. And like it's stream of conscious that you're just talking. You're, there are silences, obviously. And like the way that you talk, toning and the pacing and like... It's just oh my so god, nice. Meg! Wait until you find your 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 voice. I think we talked about this too. When you find your voice, like you've you've probably never heard it. <gasps> I'm assuming because I didn't hear mine until that voice you hear in that video. That's not the voice I'm using right now. Right now, I'm still like yeah. But when I'm just talking to myself, that means I'm not paying attention at all to how I'm presenting. I'm talking to myself. Like I have no one to fucking impress. Wow. That's who you are at your very core. Oh my God. So basically, do you ever think like before you record, you're like, I'm going to make this video for my future self or for oh, my every past. time. hundred percent. Yeah. Like I know like, you know, all the answers because you've yeah. seen this, but anyway, this is what I'm feeling now. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I really want to try this. It's going to leave on my hard drive, obviously, but who knows? Maybe it'll open open something <laughs> up in you. I didn't think I would ever do that. I didn't even think I'd ever smoke on camera. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Because that, like, that would just be like the nail in the coffin for any brand deals or anything. Well, it was also just something that like, that's another thing I process. As you watch the series, you'll see, I feel like I process most shit. I still find some more shit, but like so cool. the, the, the fundamentals I've gotten to. Oh, um, why I never smoked weed. It was mostly fear of judgment from my family, which I realized like once I started processing that, I was like, well, wait, why am I trying to impress them? They're not who I want to be. Like, I don't believe what they believe. That's okay. Yeah. I don't have the same, like, shit. I'm, I'm just a different person. It's right. hard. Like, I don't know if, I have no idea if this is just a human growing up thing or if this is like a growing up and abusive household thing. Cause like, who knows? They're all different. Right. But like my, uh, like approval in general is very important to me, but like for some reason, approval from them was incredibly important and I don't even talk to them. So like, mm. what the fuck is that about? Weird. Yeah. So then you like shook hands with that and then let it go because it wasn't serving you essentially. It wasn't or? logical. That's why like when we're when we're talking and I'm saying, oh, that's not logical. That's what <laughs> I mean. Because like once you pick it apart, like when we were talking about, I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but uh, this. And I was like, oh, that's not logical. Gabby and I were at a tattoo shop and everybody was talking about this one tattoo that I had. We were talking about like our first tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I started talking about my tattoo, but I wasn't going to show anybody. And I don't know. I don't, I mean, I do know my voice cracking right now. Like I do, I didn't want to show cause I'm embarrassed by it because it's not something that I would do now, I yeah. guess. And so I don't know, as you talk about legacy, it's like, I would never want something to stick that like makes me look like I'm not like the most evolved version of myself. Like I always feel like I'm, my YouTube personality isn't as caught up with my evolution. Mm, like by the, cause I don't film that often. Like if, if I filmed every single day, you would see it. But it's like you get like little bits and pieces. You don't, I, I you don't, don't want to present something that's not you. In that, yeah. At its but core, here's, it's that. Here's but it's where like, like anxiety and also like ego and not narcissism, but like narcissistic traits that we all have that I've recent, I'm still finding mine is like nobody's looking at your tattoo. Right. So like it, that's why it's not logical. Like nobody's looking at Megan Batoon at her wrist tattoo. It's not even registering for them. I understand your thought. Yeah. But like nobody in your gravestone, like when people look at your casket, they're not looking at that tattoo. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I got super insecure at the tattoo shop and yeah. I was just like, 
I, that was the moment when I think I was like, I'm going to go do what Gabby did. Like, and just like record and just see it. Cause I was thinking about it and talking to a friend of mine about how cool it was. It's kind of CBT therapy with yourself because you're, yeah. it's talk therapy. It's just, you're talking out loud. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it was fun to hear you say like, when you were in a room alone, you were scared to say a specific word. Um, you're scared to say, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And and then you discover like why mm-hmm. that's so interesting probably to watch back your growth like to figure to see you figure something out yeah it's probably so cool I haven't really watched them back yet but we'll see I so, feel like everybody we should just all start doing this like video diarying dude it feels really good but also like it's definitely not for everybody if if you're keeping it for yourself for yourself totally, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I'm think a, everyone I'm should psychotic be for that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm weird for that, but it is really helpful, um, and it's really easy to do. But the, what I was thinking is, it's basically journaling, but your brain works so much faster than 100%. your wrist yeah. that you can get literally more words per minute because it's yeah. just easier. And to when talk. you're writing, it's a task, so like you don't you naturally stop writing if you're not your if thoughts. you're not sure of your thought. When you're collecting your thought out loud, instead of batting it away, like I would have just not written the word, God damn it. Sure. I wouldn't have stopped and be like, oh shit, why did I, why? Yeah. You know? And then like tangents like wouldn't happen. Because you have a focus. You're writing about something that you feel. I love that so much. It's like a little, it's an extra level of journaling to me. Yeah, totally. Because you can also like... I see, I notice a lot of weird mannerisms too. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, if I notice those, I'm like, hmm, I wonder why I like am having so much hard, so much trouble making eye contact with the camera right now. Or why did I, why did I come out of, come back to consciousness in that moment where like, I'll be kind of looking around and then there's a moment where I look to the camera and I'm like, I wonder why that must've been the part where I like came back and wanted to share something more, per- more uh, directly or whatever. Yeah. Just, it's interesting to see what your brain's actually doing. Yeah. I think that's such a cool way of documenting your progress because I remember when I first started dancing, I would record myself like every day learning different choreography and like, so I could see my growth. Yeah. And you can, it's something that you can see easily with like a skill, like a visual skill, like dancing, but with like being yourself that's probably so much cooler to see growth because probably it's like, i haven't watched it yet but it's in my life it feels cooler <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fuck, it's just the, what a cool concept to feel like you have nothing to hide like yeah. i i'm so inspired by you doing that that i'm like what's a brand friendly way to like get the same th- essence you know but it's like why yeah. am i still worried about that yeah that's why i say like kind of jokingly like cancel culture saved my life because it wasn't it really wasn't what they were doing like what they what that is is bullying and harassment and absolute cruelty and narcissistic abuse like if you participate in cancel culture you need to like over dumb shit like obviously like you you guys all know what i'm saying yeah if you're just participating in the canceling of someone over personal drama like you need to really look at what you're doing because it's wild but I, I said this kind of infamous line in a video at this point where I said uh, something about I had nothing left to lose or something. Mm-hmm. And like I said in a very, I don't even remember the context. I just remember like something along the lines of like, 
I you've taken everything. I feel like I have nothing left. So like I have nothing left to lose or something. Mm -hmm. And like I meant that like I was ready to like self-destruct everything, like delete everything, like whatever. But that was what brought me the most peace was I was just like, none of this matters. Like that real feeling of like, I, if, if a brand doesn't want to work with me, it's not because I'm smoking a fucking J it's not because you know what I mean? Like if I get a tattoo that like people don't think is cool, who cares? They already don't like me. Like, you know what I mean? Like who cares? Like I can say, I'll say whatever the fuck I want and be whoever the fuck I want to be. And that's going to be fine because I'm actually a really good person. Yeah, you are. So like, I'm not worried about being myself and getting canceled because I got canceled over shit that wasn't real. And I am a good person. So I'm just going to be fucking me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so exhausting. But how exciting. (laughs) Oh no, that part's great. (laughs) Just like anytime I talk about this, because I talk about it so seldomly and like, ugh. To everybody listening, they're probably like, oh, she talks about this so much. I really don't. It's just like when I'm talking to other creatives on a mic, like this is interesting. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I always wonder like how different our lives could have been. Oh, yeah. But like they never would have been anything else. So, like, And know? that's the other thing is that's where like the fate and the destiny comes in. It just <sighs> happened the way it happened because that's the way it was going to happen. Like, Why do we worry about where we're going to end up if we always know that we're going to end up where we should be. Well, because that's also kind of not 100% true because ending up not where you should be, in quotes for people who are listening, could be where you end up. I guess who knows about fucking fate then, right? Because there's so many things that also interfere, like government, like systemic racism. Like that can't be fate. No. Like a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And yeah. that, that is the privilege. Yes. Damn. So like what the fuck is fate then? Because if there's, like, people suppressing certain people, those people don't get to meet their fate. So, like, what is fate? Because I don't think that it's somebody's fate to be, like, stuck in a bad system. Those things, like, you you can't meet your fate. Like, even though I think we both kind of talk about our home lives in a way that's, like, I don't know how much you talk about. It's, like, less than perfect Mm -hmm. vibes. We're still pretty fucking lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every fucking day. Yeah. But like some people just don't get past that because how could you? Like when we were talking about like your your examples of relationships, like that's who you are. Like if your example and the only example you ever have the opportunity to see is being like a broke single mom or a dad who's into drugs or mm-hmm. guns and violence, like and then everyone around you is that and there's no possible way for you to leave that. Yeah. Or if people say there is a way and like, there is a way because like, you know, you, even if you hitchhike out, but if you're not given that example, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're stuck because there's no way out. Yeah. Who's inspiring you? Like that's why role models are so important. Do you feel like you have any role models right now? Do I have role models? Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Of course. I have a ton. Do you? I guess I've never really thought about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are role models. I think I don't have like a role model because I don't idolize anyone, but like everyone I've had on my podcast so far, I would consider a role model. Right. For some reason, like I have them on because they inspire me. Like I think Ty Verdes is a huge role model for just like really grinding it out and like finding what works for him and being so passionate and artistic and sure of himself and like just putting out music and being, he's so confident and like he's a role model. Yeah. Cocaine. She's like 
this 19 year old girl who she was a stripper and was into drugs and she overdosed and now she's a musician and she's super sexual and like a lot of people wouldn't look at her as a role model but like what I see is somebody who was like raped fucking five times before she turned 18 and now she like owns her sexuality yeah like to me that's a role model or like Adam and Lena uh they do like only fans and porn and like shit like that and they're role models because they're like really awesome parents who are like raising a daughter and having like a rich successful family without like uh holding on to like society standards of like what's special and like you're a role model because of all the reasons I tell you all the time yeah. I always look to you like for, for same yeah like I, I look at you for like how to be like a grown-up and style and fashion and like how to organize my life and like express myself more in my clothing and like I would say your videos are a big reason why I started taking pride in my appearance after I was coming out of a depression where I was like who inspires me fucking Megan like she looks so good she looks so like chill but like stylish and sophisticated and like she's an influencer but she's an adult and you you're like grinding like you just did this show and you took this like leap of faith moving out of the thing that was like giving you a lot of views to try something new and it was like really discouraging for a long time and then you just kept going and now you like got a show and like that's fucking awesome you're a role model wow yeah i have a lot of role models (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) It goes back to our thing. Like, if you're not inspired by your friends, you need new friends. Totally. I want a fucking carafe of water. That's <laughs> I was so saying, cool. Like, we were drinking out of a carafe, and like, is there some more water by the way? These, yeah, in this carafe. This is fucking awesome, dude. It's this is like a thirty year old thing. I think I'm like ready for that decade. You like, are. I am ready. Thirty's to- awesome. Yeah. I'm not even there yet, but I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, it's like the starting line. Hell yeah, dude. 30 is like, what are your 20s? Grinding. Oh my God. You know when you're like growing up and you're learning about being an entrepreneur and they're like, put in the work now and you can relax later. That's That's happening. That's what I did. Dude, we put in the work and now we're relaxing. That's okay. So we did the thing that they tell us to do. That's what I'm saying. Bonus round, bitch. Like we're in it. (laughs) We did the thing. Like we are relaxing now because we worked really hard and like we're still working hard and creating, but like we don't need to be doing what we were doing in our 20s. Yeah. We get to chill now and like work hard, but like I don't need a half a million likes on Instagram right now. I'm okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm just thinking of all the people who want to hate me hearing that and being like, oh my God, listen how much she's trying to pretend like she doesn't care about her likes. If she didn't care, she wouldn't be talking about it so much. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't. I don't have enough energy for that and neither do you neither do i that's why it's like, like it's so like yeah wait, the the ears that that would fall on wouldn't be where we are right totally. now like you know where it's just like it we it's not the same vibration we're not going to connect with it we're just on a different wavelength so like you could say it it's a difference between like when i first started youtube and i would get comments just like not even hate comments just like you have a crooked eye or like a snaggle tooth or whatever it is and it's like okay cool I'm gonna get my eyes checked and a veneer like I would change everything so quickly did you do that for real yes that's real yeah I have a veneer right here whoa I don't think I've ever told like anyone on the internet I had no idea 
because I was so impressionable then. I was 21. Mm. And so like I had never been bullied before. And so like any type of criticism and coming from like an obedient fucking household, I always wanted to be perfect in the eyes of whatever the rules were. And so after like learning that I'm, I don't care now those are like that I have enough self-love that if I got a comment that was to say something like that, I would like scan it for truth. And if it didn't have truth, if it was illogical, then I would go, okay, Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't even resonate. Yeah. And so I feel like when you're on a a specific wavelength, the vibration, you can't even hear it. It's like a dog's whistle tone. Yeah. You know, you can't hear negativity. I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there either. (laughs) Yeah, but we're close. But I would like to get one step closer to there. And I think every like 2.9, 3.0, 3.1, I'm going to start thinking about like my personal evolution upgrade every single month like that. Like if you start going like Gabby 3.0, oh my God. It's so yes. funny that you're doing the thing and we're like, this is what I have to do every month. I need to like, <laughs> I need to think of it this way. Like, dude, just think of it that way. Like, don't think about thinking it that way. Just, that's your mindset now. Stop thinking about it. Oh my God. <laughs> it doesn't have See, to be monthly, dude. <laughs> like, it doesn't even work out because there's 12 months in a year and 10 points in a decimal. <laughs> you're overthinking it. <laughs> holy shit so that's workaholic or that what or is adhd that? or just overthinking or just social anxiety or anxiety but, in general or like but, but or just like being so like i want to do the coolest thing like i have an idea i was thinking about this today earlier i was like i love i love how gabby is so herself in the videos and it makes me as a 30 year old woman want to watch that because the videos that awesome I, you're my fucking demo you know what i mean <laughs> yeah totally me like if i need to learn how to like patch up a wall i'll watch that but like of people i would only want to watch something like Fun. i see in you i love that thank you it's so authentic and it's so inspiring to be yourself and i think it's gonna help a ton of people watching and also a ton of creators because you're kind of doing a format that hasn't fully been done yet or at least hasn't been done by someone as big as you (gasps) thank you honestly I appreciate that a lot because that was like I don't know if you got to that episode yet but I actually had sort of a realization on that channel of like why it felt so special and like why I was so much more excited about like 2,000 views over 2 million views and it was because like I was so proud of what I was creating. I was like, I've never seen this shit before. And I just wanted it to exist. And it all goes back to the legacy thing that we keep getting taken off of. (laughs) There was, um, I just wanted to create a platform of like, this is who I am. And then I wrote a song. Oh yeah, we talked about this. We wrote a song or I wrote a song called When I Die, Remember Me Like This. And I was like, I'm going to set this as the channel's permanent trailer. Like, so when I die, like... That's what people see. Like, oh, what was, what did she do last? What's the first Ugh. thing I see? So, like, I set my own legacy of, like, this is my music. This is my sound. This is my channel. This is what I'm about. When I die, remember me like this. Dude, I'm so, so, so happy for you. Thanks. I'm happy for you, too, because I know that you're just, like, you're right along with it. And honestly, like, I'm not trying to, like, suck my own dick or anything. Because, like, I just, like, I feel like I have a purpose now. And, like, just hearing like you say that to my face is just really nice because like that is I do want to inspire people and like I do want people to get like excited about their life again and I want women to stop worrying about their age and I want us to all stop caring about our bodies and I just want everyone to just really get back to the root of being their authentic self so yeah it means a lot that you 
feel like that you want to do that because yeah. Of me. yeah I talk to my therapist so much about like always feeling like I'm falling off mm-hmm. and struggling with authenticity and it's so interesting that like I used to not even cuss in my videos I oh, was so totally scared. I believed them for years yeah yeah and then I think like the other month or even year she was like what would it look like if you like didn't edit out the word shit and then I was like "Ooh, that sounds like really Wait, your cool. therapist or your editor said that my therapist and i was like okay i'm gonna not do that it felt so good and i'm like damn i am a square ass bitch but how fun that i the more square i am the more i get to discover how great i am too yeah totally you know it's like i put myself in the box yeah i'm only a square because i have chopped off myself to and fit inside this idea yes. <laughs> oh i thought you the box and put it into when you said square and box i was like i see where she's going yes 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 but the box is like a squished me like but i'm only i'm square because i'm only showing one pixel of everything that i am right like so okay analogy queen you know what i mean yeah so it's like you just you put yourself in a box the idea of you but it's not the full picture you're just getting one pixel of who you are so just keep on like pushing pushing out and like working off and, and dusting off layers of dirt to uncover that authentic self yeah. that you have found. My advice to you is Thank you. That, <laughs> I was gonna ask. I would just say like this is great, but also remember that you're still allowed to be like neurotic. Like you're still allowed to like be neat and like particular and you're still allowed to like have like workaholic tendencies. Like don't try to like diminish yourself because you you're doing the thing where you get really carried away and I totally get it because I do the same thing but you're I feel like in your head you're like I'm gonna be a brand new completely different person which you will but you have to still love the other parts of yourself that are like that's still Megan Megan's still like you're still Megan yeah (laughs) you can be a little uptight you know what I mean (laughs) it's okay we all are As always, thank you for listening. Follow Gabby 3.0 on her socials in the show notes and follow us at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. That was a HeadGum Podcast.